Praise the name of the Lord. It's so good to um, receive that kind of honor. You know, that's what I want to talk to you about today. It's the culture of heaven. I want to tell you that the culture of heaven is honor. And there's something about honor when you speak kind words, when you speak words that magnify or make someone bigger instead of diminishing them. It's an awesome way to release the things of God. So I'm going to be talking to you about the culture of heaven. And the first thing I want you to understand is that heaven is not somewhere out there above this rooftop. The kingdom of heaven is within you. And so in order to have that generosity of showing kindness and building someone up, it takes the ability to go beyond what is expected, to do more, to say things that causes people to feel the greatness that's in them. So I want to talk about that. I'm going to talk about where does honor come from? I want to show you the pattern of heaven and the deep depth that's in you. You'll be surprised at the treasure that's in you. See, God hides the treasure not from us, but he hides it for us. And we have to learn how valuable we are because I can't give anything if I don't think I have anything. But God has hidden it all deep within your innermost being, within your heart. The ability to speak words that build people up. I know so many of you have experienced dishonor. That's why God is wanting in this season to bring the culture of heaven. I'm reminded of the scripture in Psalm 110 verse 1 where my Lord says, to the Lord, sit at my right hand until I make your enemies a footstool for your feet. You see, the Lord gives his Lord the choice seat. See, the right hand is a place of honor. It's a place of power. It's the seat of authority. And notice how he says, my Lord said to my Lord, his Lord, sit at my right hand, how he just generously gave the best. We have to learn how to do that. But again, we have to understand that we have the power to, to bless and to honor people that comes from within us. But you have to discover the value. You weren't purchased with silver or gold. You were purchased with his very life, with the life of Jesus, with his blood. And it tells you how valuable, but it's not outward. See, we keep looking outward and we say we have nothing, but it is inward. That God has hidden the depths of all of the treasures of both riches and honor. He has hidden it in you. And the only way we're going to get honor into the earth is we have to bring it. 
But the problem is we don't know how valuable we are. The church is the place where his honor dwells. Is his presence, his spirit. And we are the ones that are tasked with bringing honor back into the earth. You see, we think, if we think that honor comes from people, if we think that it's measured by what we do, our performance, if we think that there's just a select few that gets the opportunity to be honored, that they've done something great or they've done something and, and, and people took notice. Or maybe you think that there's just a limited amount of riches and honor, all of the things that we, we need. But I need to tell you that you were created to be honored. You were created to be spoken over prophetically with words that build you up. I don't know about you, but I've discovered that every word that comes to me from God, it makes me feel bigger. It magnifies me. He tells me that there's more to you than you think. Because we just keep looking at the surface things, things that have happened to us outward, and we keep thinking that we are not valuable because some circumstance that we may be in. But we don't understand that we bring that value, we bring the honor that comes from God. He is calling us to bring that. Honor is a way of love, and honor, to honor, you have to be generous. But in order to understand that you can't be diminished when you give something. When the father gave the son the seat at his right hand, he didn't diminish himself. He didn't put the son above him. He put the son, he placed the son right beside him. Face to face. And that's what he wants all human beings. We have to understand that every human being, all people are worthy of honor. And we can't look and say, do they deserve it? Because that's making a value judgment. And if I was to try to prove to God that I deserve honor, it would be a long road. But because he's so generous, he just gives it. And he knows that in his hand, as I'm going to read the scripture, is the power to make great. You see, we have to speak Words that build people up even before we can release blessings on them. In Genesis 12, 2, the, the scripture says, I, the Lord says to Israel, I will make you a great nation, a great people, and then I will bless you. I will make your name great and you become a blessing. Notice that he doesn't bless them before he makes them a great people. You've got to be empowered. I've tried to bless people, and they have been beat down so much until they are, it's very difficult for them to receive even a kind word. So I have to empower them. That's why it says in the scripture that God hasn't given you a spirit of fear, but he's given you power. Power comes before love. I notice that I have to be built up before I can be even loved. He's giving you power and love and a sound mind. Power comes when he makes you great, when he honors you. Speaking words that 
build you up. That's what the church should do. Not looking at people and thinking, oh, do they deserve it because of what they do. You may be sitting here right now. You've done something. And you just can't get beyond that. And you don't know that, that God, he, he separates you, you from what you have done. I learned how to do that. I learned how to do that with my children. I have three children. They would do something that didn't please me, but I, w- I would tell them, I, I'm not happy with what you did, but I love you. So many people have not been honored in that way to tell you that you are not what you did. You're not what you are doing. But if I just allow you to think that you what you did and I treat you that way and I fail to give you the honor that's due you. High regard, respect, because you are a human being. We dishonor people all the time, just pass by them, don't even acknowledge that they are present because they are needy and they may ask you for a dollar. When we do that, we're dishonoring, we're dehumanizing people. But when we build them up and we impart that greatness that's in them deep within their own heart, I don't look outside for the honor that can only come from God. Let me just read one scripture. From First Chronicles 29, 11, and 12. Remember, we're talking about the culture of heaven. The pattern of heaven, how God gives the best to his son. Who in turn give us the best. The best seed. And God is always doing that. Because he's never diminished. Never depleted. What if we had the heart of God that we said, oh, if I give the best, I'm not going to lose out. I'm just being enlarged. What if I think that, oh, I have, I have something deep within me. And it comes by the spirit of God. It comes with your words. Your words are powerful. That God is the one that is speaking kind words. Knows how valuable you are. Never make you feel small. I don't know why we make people feel small. Sometimes so that we can seem to be larger than life. We think there's only so much of that which is valuable until we feel we can't give it away, not understanding that we can't uh, give away something that diminish us and deplete. God is wanting us to know that. My heart just, it, it's overflowing with that and the knowledge that God has not left me without, but everything that I ever would need. He's placed within me, not outside of me. It doesn't come from somebody else. It comes from within me, and I release it when I bring honor. The culture of heaven is the culture of honor, and honor is the prerequisite 
for release. It precedes release of everything that you're waiting for. When we honor someone, it, it releases it from heaven. It releases all that God has for you. When you go beyond, when you see someone, and I tell you, we have the opportunity to honor, to sow, to honor seed, to sow seeds of honor, to speak kindly over someone, to go out of your way to show hospitality, to do good. God is wanting that culture of heaven, the way of life. That's supposed to be passed down through generations. How does honor get into the earth? We bring it. We are the church. We have been loved so much until we can give love. But somehow we think that our life exists outward. And sometimes we have been mistreated. We've been dishonored. And we think that that's, uh, that God has placed us in that that place where, where we are being dishonored and hurt and and, 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 and then, you know what we do? We go and we hurt others. But God wants you to know that he places you in these places. And when you have a difficult person, sometimes we have a difficult person on our job. Sometimes we have a difficult person right in the house of the Lord. And God is saying to you that you have to learn how to show honor. Sow it, not because of what you are receiving from man. Honor does not come from man. It comes from God. He tells me how special I am so that I can begin to give that. I can begin to allow the spirit of God to radiate out of me honoring people. What if we really did love our enemies? What if we really could show honor by blessing those who are cursing us and, and doing good to those who hate us? Who, pray, who would pray for those who are spitefully misusing us and not just going and reproducing that same old thing? Honor is the culture of heaven. And when you show honor, you release everything that God has hidden for you that's in you. You release all of the truth of his word that is hidden within you. Don't look outside of you. It's in the depth of your innermost being, your heart, and not this organ that pumps your blood. I'm talking about the innermost, your, out of your belly, out of the innermost part of your being, God has hidden all of the things for you. That's nobody else can find them. So that you can begin to give. That you understand how powerful it is to give. You have to understand that First Peter 2.17 said, honor all men, honor all people. I want to really establish that because we, we do think that some people don't deserve it. Some human beings, they don't deserve to be honored or respect. 
they've done something, but I told you, you got to learn how to separate people from what they did. That's the only way they can change it if I give them room to grow. If we don't give people room to grow, they just remain in the same place and they keep sowing dishonor. And dishonor is like dying a thousand deaths. Or like dying a death with a thousand cuts of a knife. It is a slow death that kills you. And I want to tell you, you shouldn't stay in a place that you're dishonored too long. You have to learn that that God wants to honor you. He thinks you're valuable. So he's bringing you into this place where you see, oh, my goodness. I have something to give. I know the secret of the release of everything that I've been waiting for. I get the opportunity to meet people, but if I make a value judgment, if I say they are not worthy to be treated with respect, you look at them and you think, what are they up to? Why are they asking me for money? Because we always think that we only have what we see or what we can, what we know that we have in our bank account, and we don't ever allow God to bring the treasure that's in you. You have the opportunity to speak kind words over people. Say, God, help me. Show me how to serve this difficult person. Show me how to honor them. They have never had honor. Some people have never even had a prayer uttered to heaven about them. I was fortunate to have a praying mother that prayed consistently for me and talked to God about me. But some people have never had anyone to offer a prayer to God. And so because the culture of heaven is breaking through and wanting to come through the come to the earth, and the only way it's gonna come is through the sons of God, through the church. So God has to show you that you're so valuable until He has placed everything. You are not without. I don't care how you feel, you have everything you need. He hides it within you. And you release it by showing honor. Honor, honor is the prerequisite before. The release, before God releases the things that he has hidden in you, you have to learn how to sow honor. First Chronicles 29, 11 says, Yours, O Lord, is the greatness, the power and the glory, the victory and the majesty, for all that is in heaven and in the earth is yours. Both riches and honor come from you, and you reign over all. In your hand is the power and might. In your hand it is to make great and to give strength to all. When we realize that we are so much like God, 
in a way that he is entrusted to us to bless people. But if I don't understand that I have to make them know how great they are, I have to make them know how powerful they are before I can release any even kind words. Some people are beat down so much, they've been dishonored so much, they've been dehumanized so much until they don't even act human. They don't act human. They don't know that God has put love in human being. He has put that, that, that the dimension of grace within you. That we can see people like God sees them. We can see them. And even the one that we think shouldn't be saved. God loves all people. He loves the one that you think, no way they should be saved. He is the one who is weeping. He's the one that's trying to get you to see how much you are loved. Because I can't give it if I don't feel it and know it in my heart. And God is saying that I have loved you with an everlasting love. I have placed upon you the greatness. He says, in my hand. It's the power to make great. In my hand, it's the power to make great. No, it, it's, it, it, it comes from God. It comes from God, to, the greatness, the power. It says, yours are the greatness. You are great God. He loves it when we tell him how worthy he is and how good he is. And, and he says, you, when we say, you're worthy to sit at the right hand, he says to us, you are worthy too. Whatever we do, like David, he says of David, he, he keeps the Lord always before him. And because he's at his right hand, he cannot be moved. David always keeps the Lord in the place of honor. You notice how sometimes we say, where are you, God? Where are you? Why haven't we placed him in the place that we can know where he is? At our right hand, at the place of honor. I always hold him in the highest esteem. And they said, at your right hand is pleasures evermore. He has placed us in a place where there's just delight and fullness. Of joy. But I have to learn that I have to sow this honor. I give it to God. I give it to people. When I give it to God, if, when I give it to people, I'm honoring God. Because he's the maker of every human being. And he's waiting on us to see how rich we are. To see how blessed we are. But the church has been beat down so much. Told you not. Told you are not enough. You've been hurt in families that have not known how to nurture. And, and just like Jesus said, that a prophet is without honor only in his own home. Among his own people. And that's where this honor happens. It, it is not that, that, that sometimes it's, it's not that people don't love you, but they grow so familiar with you that, until they forget to go out of their way 
to make you feel honored. To say a kind word, it's the people that you're most familiar with. It is your wife or your husband or your children that we sometimes treat with contempt. With a lack of honor. Then the Bible also says, don't forget to entertain strangers. Because you may be entertaining angels unaware. That's the second place that dishonor happens with strangers. We don't treat them with honor. We forget. We forget to be generous with our words. We forget that our words come out of our innermost being and they are powerful. The Bible tells us in Proverbs, don't withhold good when it's in the power of your hand to do it. The power that's in your hand is to do good. The power that's in God's hand is to make great. To do good and to make great is the same nature. We just got to realize that if we speak kind words over people, we're building them up, strengthening them. And again, you just can't say anything. You've got to spend some time in the presence of the Lord to find out, Lord, how can I serve this hard to deal with boss, this hard to deal with person, and, and, and not just pray, Lord, just remove me out of there or remove them. Nothing changes if we don't begin to sow honor. Honor is speaking. It's the culture. It's the way of life. It's how God patterns it. It's father-son order. It is giving someone the best seat next to you. It is going in a whole different dimension of reality and truth. That I can always give someone the best that I have. It may not even be the best that they are accustomed to, but if it is the best that I have, it will bring honor. And honor is the prerequisite for release. Some of us have been waiting a long time, waiting on God to fulfill a promise, and we have forgotten that it often comes from honor. I'm going to read a, a, um, a verse that's in Genesis 18. And I want you to see how Abraham honored three men that just came on a day that he didn't expect it. He had been waiting a long time for the promises. And on an ordinary day, the Bible said it was in the heat of the day, a hot day. Here comes the Lord. Genesis 18:1. Then the Lord appeared to him, to Abraham, by the terebinth tree of Mamre. As he was sitting in the tent door in the heat of the day, 
So he lifted his eyes and looked, and behold, three men were standing by him. And when he saw them, he ran from the tent door to meet them and bowed himself to the ground and said, My Lord, if I have found favor in your sight, do not pass on by your servant. Please let a little water be brought and wash your feet and rest yourself under the tree. And I will bring a morsel of bread that you may refresh your heart. And after that, you may pass by inasmuch as you have come to your servant. And they said, do as you have said. Notice, it was an ordinary day. They didn't even call a text before they came. <laughs> they just showed up. It'd been one thing because he would have had something prepared, but he didn't know they were coming. He didn't have any idea that this ordinary hot day was a day that his promise was getting ready to be fulfilled. But he didn't know that, that, that heaven had come down, that, that among these three men, the Lord was one of them and the other two were angels. And that's why I said, don't forget to show hospitality to strangers because you never know, you may be entertaining angels unaware understand that if I'm willing to go out of my way on a hot day to go beyond what is and do what beyond what is expected that is showing honor Abraham begged these men don't leave until I have an opportunity to serve you to wash your feet and to make some bread to refresh your soul how many of us would have missed the opportunity because it was a hot day? How many of you would have said, just like I said, they didn't go? Verse 6, so Abraham hurried into the tent of Sarah and said, quickly make ready three measures of meal, kneel it, and make cakes. And Abraham ran to the herd, took a tender and good calf, and gave it to the young man, and he hastened to prepare it. So he took butter and milk and the calf which he had prepared and set it before them, and he stood by them under the tree as they ate. Notice that he didn't grab a seat by them and start eating. He's waiting to see if they need anything else. To honor someone, you have to be prepared to go beyond. You got you, you to, gotta, sometimes you got to beg people to let you honor them. They said, don't leave. Don't leave until I have an opportunity to wash your feet and refresh your soul with some bread. And to say the scripture said it was a hot day, a hot day, an ordinary hot day. And how many times do we miss the opportunity to honor someone because we don't understand that the primary way of honoring someone is preparing for them? That's why it says in the gospel when Jesus is sending the disciples out to witness, he says, whatever city you go in and they receive you, he says, eat whatever they set before you. And he says, 
and heal all the sick that's there and tell them that the kingdom of God has come near. It is something when you realize how important honor really is. That the Lord said, if they prepare something for you, eat it. It may not be the best that you are accustomed to, but it's the best that they have. He says, eat it. And then he tells them to release healing and tell them the kingdom of God has come. Notice, and I'm going to establish that, that release comes after honor. Release comes when you go out of your way and esteem someone higher than yourself and esteem what they are doing is more important than what you are doing. And understand that when you do that, you're not giving away anything that is not replenished immediately. Sowing the honor seed is bringing honor down into the earth and being like God, it, the Bible says he makes his son to shine on the, on the evil and the righteous. He makes his rain fall on the just and the unjust. He never looks, oh, are they deserving of sunshine? That one person, the light is shining on them and another because they are not worthy, an evil person. He, he said, I refuse to shine on you. And then the Bible says, be like your heavenly father. Honoring people that don't deserve it. Loving your enemy. How do I do it? I, I, I bless those who curse me because that's the only way honor is going to get in. If I curse the one who cursed me, then I'm just reproducing what's already here. But if I'm about bringing the culture, the way of life in heaven, if I'm going to prepare someone, I'm going to give them a seat at my right hand. Abraham is in the midst of preparing. He doesn't sit down. He says, and Abraham ran to the herd, took a tender and good calf, and gave it to the young man, and hastened to prepare it. So he took butter and milk and the calf which he had prepared, and set it before them, and he stood by them under the tree as they ate. Then they said to him, where is Sarah your wife? So he said, here in the tent. And he said, I will certainly return to you according to the time of life. And behold, Sarah, your wife, shall have a son. And Sarah was listening at the door. And you know the story. She began to laugh. But what I notice is that when they went out of their way, when they were begging these people, let me honor you. Now, how many of you would, would have that way in your heart? God has to give us a heart of honor because sometimes you have to go out of your way to help people to receive honor because some people don't know how to receive anything good. They just know how to receive everything bad. They only have an expectation that people are going to treat them wrong. Even some of us don't know how to receive honor. Oh, I, I, 
my church was giving me a, a, a celebration. They were honoring me. And, oh, my goodness. They were saying all these good things, and I was just trying to get smaller and smaller and smaller. And then finally I said, God, what's wrong with me? Why can't I receive people talking well of me, loving me well, doing good and kind things? I know how to give it, but I didn't know how to receive it. So sometimes you have to hold on. Don't leave until you let me wash your feet. And you know how he, humble it is to receive a foot washing. But, but Jesus is so humble and he's so used to being cared for and loved on and, and, and treated right and nurtured until he could receive. But I have to realize that everybody hasn't been allowed to be treated like that. So I had to go out of my way. But notice the release. They had been waiting years. Abraham's body wouldn't even work anymore. And Sarah's womb was dead. And, but they yet had the strength to serve these men on a hot ordinary day. Like today. Just like today. They know that they were coming. They didn't call. They, nobody tells you that you're going to meet someone that you have an opportunity to show honor. It, it, they, you just have to keep your eyes open. I, I want to I wanna empower someone to be great in my, in my hands. In my hand is the power to do good. In my hands is the power to make great. Honor release. Because honor brings back the truth and the reality that all people are deserving of honor. What if the church was the place where that happens in the earth? Well, we, we, we can say it, oh God, you've been so generous, you forgave all my sins, you took away all of my uh, faults and you've done away with it and and, and you've been so good. You, you know how to love me even when I do wrong. Sometimes I think, oh, he's going to beat up on me, uh, come down on me, and he just shows me love, and, and I have to learn how to receive it. Sometimes he's saying, come on, let me wash your feet. Sometimes he had to get strong, said, sit down at my right hand. It's so hard for the church to sit down. It's hard because we feel like performance is how we get honor because that's the way it is down here. If someone does something great, they can throw a football or, or put the basket in. They are honored with both riches and honor. So we believe, oh, it's my performance. And in heaven is not. God knows something about you that you don't know. Is that I chose you before. I love you with that everlasting love. It didn't just start when you found out that he loved you. And it was always there. And he wants you that's been loved to show that honor. Open your heart 
And he's showing you, just like the raffle ticket said, that honor will release everything that he has for you. Come on, give a hand clap there. That's, that's, yeah. just a little. Boy, if I just known that, I would be showing honor everywhere I go. I would be holding on to people like Abraham. Don't leave strangers that's coming by me and asking for something. I would give them whatever I have. It's the best that I have. Don't worry about what, sometimes people won't give because they don't have more than a couple coins. Give that and say, the Lord bless you. Tell them how valuable they are. Empower them. That, at first, you know how you speak to people. You look in their eyes that's on the street and you don't see anyone in there. Because they've been dehumanized, dishonored. And it's a slow death. Sitting there and we dishonor people by not even acknowledging that they are there. Looking away. Don't give eye contact. That's acknowledging. If you look someone in the eye and you're prepared that God, I'm going to give the best that I have. Those men with the Lord and those angels that come from heaven, Abraham didn't have the best that they were accustomed to. But he had everything he that in that day was the best. And he gave it. Where does honor come from and riches? From God. Where is he hidden it? In you. In his church. The treasures are in earthen vessels. It is not the surface. Some people can look at you and not know who you are. And sometimes it's easy to show honor to people who, who dress really nice, but you know, angels, you know what they do? They find the, the worst clothes that they can find from the rubbish store and rubbish store, and they come down, and you look at them, and you can either decide to show hospitality or not. It's easier for us to do good to someone that we think can help us. But you are not orphans. You are not people that don't have anything. The only problem is you don't know that the honor and the riches and all of that is in you. And it comes out when you give it. And he's showing you these things mysteries and it's healing to you. When I can sit down in the place of honor on his throne, the Bible said just as he sit down on his father's throne. Notice it's sitting down with him. The throne is being enlarged. It's not being diminished. The right hand, the place of honor, there's no shortage. There's no limited supply of honor or riches in heaven. The streets are, are, are paved with it. 
the foundations are, 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 are with, of precious stones and the gates of pearls. There's no shortage, but he's magnifying honor. Sit down at my right hand. And then he, Jesus gives the right hand to us. And we are supposed to give the right hand to whoever comes across the right hand, a seat by in his right hand to whoever comes to us. That is elevating them to a face-to-face. We got to understand that we can't look down on any human being and nor should we ever look up to anyone. God, he doesn't want you looking up to him. He wants a face-to-face, eye-to-eye, nose-to-nose, breath-to-breath, mouth-to-mouth relationship with you. That's why he doesn't lift Jesus above him. He lifts him right beside him. Can I bring someone at my right side? Can I bring you into an eye to eye? That's the best way to show honor. Look in someone's eyes. See the treasure. Don't see the emptiness. Empower them to be great. If you don't remember anything that people, sometimes you try to bless them and they haven't been empowered They have been told that they are great people. And great people do great things. But if I've been told that I'm nothing all my life, in a fight all my life, people cutting me and cutting me with words. That's why James says, the tongue, we bless God. And we curse man that's made in the likeness of image. God deserved to be blessed. Jesus deserved to be blessed. But the Bible tells me, bless, honor all people. Can I labor there just for a minute? I'm, I'm going to close. All people. All people. Bless them. Don't curse them. They are doing wrong. Don't don't perpetuate what they are doing. Don't reproduce it. Give something else. So I haven't received honor. Yes, you did from God. You've been honored. The Bible said in Psalm 8, when I think about the heavens as the work of your hands and the moon and the stars which are ordained by you. What is man? Not who. What is man that thou art mindful of him and the son of man that thou dost care for him? You made him a little lower than the angels, but now you have crowned him with glory and honor. We are crowned with glory and honor, but sometimes it's hard to see it because we keep looking with natural eyes. And we keep looking outward, and the treasure is within, and the honor comes from within your heart. It is words that are kind, gentle, thoughtful. Every one of you have that power. Look at your right hand. 
Just look at it now, your right hand. It said, in your hand is the power to make great. In your hand is change a life. And who would have thought it's as simple as showing the highest esteem putting a value on people that God has placed on them and looking at them and seeing who they really are. So right now, I release that into this house. You are so valuable and you are loved. And the only thing is when somebody mistreat you, you just don't do the same thing that they just did to you. And sometimes it's the hardest, most difficult is in your own home. Sometimes I, I counsel married husband and wife, and they love each other, but if, if, if the wife cut them with those words, then they're going to get the same thing. And I have to empower them to speak kind. You've got to be empowered to speak kind, gentle words. When people just giving you the most hurtful thing that hurt you so hard, and some of you have been hurt so hard until you were listening to me, but you said, oh, Pastor, you don't know what it's like to have been hurt really bad. And when I try to stop, it just keep coming out. I don't want to hurt my the people I love. I don't want to hurt my wife. I don't want to hurt my children. I don't want to hurt people. I want to be kind to people that I meet. I don't want to be suspicious and saying, what are they all about? I don't want to have that way of thinking. I, I don't want to be placing value or devaluing someone, diminishing them by the way I see them. Today, if you would just come up a little higher, into the culture. That's what's happening today, the whole culture of this church and in the city that we look, and these people are special, not because of what they've done, because God has put his breath in their nostrils. And now he wants to put his spirit in there. They are living soul. That soul came from God. Everything in heaven and earth, all the souls belong to me. But I cannot just look at them and say, you know what, I'll witness to this one, but I won't witness to that one. Honor all people. Honor belongs to all people. Praise be to the name of the Lord. Just stand for just a moment. Lift your hands. Receive it. That awareness of the value that's deep within you, not hidden from you, hidden for you. That's nobody else can find it. It's your treasure, and it's how you bless. Just the sound of your voice. Your voice. 
life-giving spirit speaking over people, speaking over this city, even those that were trying to destroy you and hurt you. You don't return evil for evil. But on the contrary, blessing, because that's what you were called to do so that you may inherit a blessing. If you want to know how rich you are, begin to sow the seed of honor. It releases everything that's in you. It releases everything. It's the prerequisite for release. God is waiting for you to see someone to, to show hospitality, to do good to. And don't withhold it when it's in your power to do it. Don't say, I'm going to come back tomorrow. Do it. Give the best that you have. Not what you don't have, but the best that you have. Go out of your way, and God will be pleased. Just wait, and the whole atmosphere is changing, the culture. Because some people have been hurt, disappointed, and you've grown hard. And that's why God is just waiting. He's lingering just a little bit to open your heart again to trust. Trust him. You don't have to trust people. You do good to people. You bless them. You make them great. You trust God. And when you start sowing honor, you'll see how rich you are. Because you're never going to be depleted. Thank you, Father. Just give him glory. Come on, give him glory. Give him some glory. Give him some glory right now. Come on, I'm reaching for that one that said, you don't know, I've been hurt so bad. I've been hurt so bad. I'm reaching for you. Your heart has to open now so that he can pour into you the truth of his word. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. We just seal this word. We seal it in your heart. It will surely bear fruit. It will surely bear fruit in Jesus' name. And the church said, Amen. Amen.